Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Come on now. What's, what's he do you know this band? Name this band. ACDC. <laughs> no. Pearl Jam. Okay. Can I, like, let's bring in Dan Graziano, NFL. Oh, you uh, know he knows it. The, Dan, Dan, can you tell Bart the name of that band? I wasn't paying close attention. Was it Led Zeppelin? Well, it was Led Zeppelin. So it wasn't paying close attention, but yeah, I can see, name that see, tune in one note. See, but it's the thing. You can't You can't get anything about Dan. You know, nope. Today, Hembo took a very, yeah. very cheap shot. Oh? Like, yeah, it was what very happened? cheap. I mean, it, like, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, let's do it. Explain it first to the listeners. Not everybody saw it, so let's let's explain what happened and then go from there. Question, trivia question. Mm-hmm. After the desperate man is losing, uh, he runs this this question out. Says, who was the last MVP runner up to lose the Super Bowl? So he expects me to not only know who was the MVP. Like, I, I can tell you who won MVP. I can't tell you who was runner up. Second place. Yeah. And yeah. then like, and then lose the Super Bowl. Like. So you, it, it's like it's a double loser question. Was it Cam Newton? I, I mean, yeah. No, it was, it was Marshall, Marshall Falk. Falk. Marshall Falk. Like, come on, getting that in two thousand one? Ain't nobody getting that. Who did you guess? Did you so, guess someone? I guessed Brett Favre, but I had no idea. I just hmm. guessed the guy that used to finish high in MVP voting. Like hmm. that, that was it. Like I just. I, I think yeah, I, I, I think we should have that one stripped from the record. In, in my opinion, Dan. Well, I mean, he, I, the thing the thing about the contest is like he could he could win every day if he really wanted to, right? Like, right. He could just devise a, a question that's way too hard. Mm-hmm. So like so every now and then he just has to flex. So that's all. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, next next he gonna hit you. We'll get, get our affirmation different ways. What what? Yeah. The, you know the next one. What's the third place? Winner, loser that yeah. lost in the Super Bowl. Like, man, come on, man. Last, I quit. I quit. Right. Segment over. Fifth place MVP finisher to lose in the divisional round of the playoffs in the AFC. Like, you know, whatever, yeah. man. You can, yeah, sure. I'll, so, I'll come up with that. But, but I'll, anyway, I'll, you know, I'll that's not why you guys call. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll follow yes, up. Yes, it is. I'll, I'll follow up. I'll follow up on him. <laughs> I'll follow up on Himbo's theme about MVPs. How about talking about a former MVP? And talk about you know you know should the Jets wait or what's the hey, philosophy hey, <laughs> or what's the what's the philosophy as far as you know waiting as guys like uh, you know Derek, Derek Carr is available and, right. and potentially in a month yeah. or so how long do you have to wait before you make a decision on how hard to pursue Aaron Rodgers if you're the Jets? Yeah, I think you got to find out pretty soon, right? I mean, Aaron Rodgers has to come off of his you know darkness retreat that he's on and. Uh, make a decision about what he wants to do. Does he want to keep playing? Does he want to keep playing for the Packers? Does he want to be traded? Does he want to have a say in where he goes? And if you are the Jets, you need an answer from the Packers and or Aaron Rodgers pretty soon about whether you're in this thing, because if not, you do have to pivot to your whatever your plan B is. Be that Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, whatever, try and get Ryan Tannehill from the Titans, whatever, whatever that is. There's a bucket of guys that are, you know, kind of, probably similar to each other in terms of quality. And, and there's Aaron Rodgers kind of towering above that list. So 
I think that the key thing for the Jets is yes or no, are we in on Aaron Rodgers? How realistic is this? Is it worth pursuing? And if the answer is yes, you go hard after it. And if the answer is no, then you pivot to whatever the next uh, the next option is. Uh, Dan Graziano joining us on the show. And so basically you're saying it's it's the back channel thing that we all say. It's not tampering, but it's just, you know, let right. me check in and see what's worth it. Because I imagine that with Derek Carr now already on the market, and we know Jimmy G will be when free agency begins, and, you know, like mm-hmm. you, you've got to know. But don't you also have to know about Derek Carr? If Derek Carr is, you know, and I don't know what you're hearing, so you can obviously let us know, but if it's like, well, you know, it, it seems like he's going to the Saints so the Jets already know, well, we're not in on him. So you just go down the line, right? It's like you got to check in on almost everyone before mm-hmm. you decide where you're going to be all in on. Is that really how this has to play out? Yeah, and you're right, though. It's illegal, right? Like, if you're the Jets, you can't talk to the agent for Jimmy Garoppolo right now. You, you can't talk to the agent for Jacoby Brissett. You know, you are you could talk to the to another team about the parameters of a potential trade. That trade can't become official until March 15th. But um, you can you can work it out. We've seen that in the past with other um, high profile quarterbacks. In fact, so uh, yeah. But to think that those back channel discussions don't go on is foolish. Obviously, they do. Derek Carr, though, it would be above board. Like you can have him in for a visit. Yeah. You can make him a contract offer. He's a free agent as of today. So um, yeah, I think if you're if you're the Jets and and Carr is your plan B, and again, I, I don't know for a fact that it is, but if Carr is your plan B, you have to, your message to him has to be, hey, look, full transparency, we, we want to check this Aaron Rodgers thing out. And if it doesn't go our way, then, then we're going to, we, we want you. And if that's not good by him and he wants to go sign with the Saints or the Bucks or whoever, then, then you lose him. But, um, but that's, I think that's got to be their approach if they really want Aaron Rodgers. Is it a world where when Aaron Rodgers comes out and they say, hey, we want to uh, we want to move on and, and both sides decide that where they will give Aaron Rodgers the ability or the um, freedom, much like the Raiders gave Derek Carr to go out and kind of visit these places and have teams present to them hmm. what a trade for him would look like. Because much like Kevin Durant, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, you want to make sure that when you trade that you're not taking – you know, too much from the place that you're trading to because you're going to need weapons right. to be successful. So is that something that they would maybe possibly do or could do when you think about, you know, uh, Green Bay once they make that decision, which that decision should be made well before June 2nd? Yeah, I think, look, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Packers and says, I want to keep playing, but I want to do it somewhere else, and the Packers are cool with that and they want to move on to Jordan Love, then I think you get pragmatic about it. You say, look, yeah, where, where do you want to go? To a point. We're not going to... We're not going to trade you to, you know, to the team we got to play, right? We're not going to trade you to the, the, the 49ers who were trying to, you know, who were running up against in the playoffs. So um, we'll work with you to a point. But, yeah, if you want to go check out the Jets, if you want to talk to the Jets, for example, if your agent wants to talk to the Jets about what the new contract would look like, yeah, you can have those conversations. And I think that's – I think everybody would be reasonable. I don't think the Packers are going to force Aaron Rodgers to stay uh, if he doesn't want to. And, and if um, – you know, if it's a question of finding another place for him to play, then uh, then he'll have some degree of a voice in that. Like he doesn't have a no trade clause, but he has some leverage, which is that he can retire. He's 39 years old, so um, yeah, I think he'll have some say in it. But to a point, the Packers are going to want to make sure that he doesn't go somewhere that hurts him. Dan Graziano joining us here on the show. Dan, I mean, we heard from Woody Johnson 
uh, at NFL Honors when he was pretty openly talking about Aaron Rodgers without saying the name. We all knew what he was referencing. He also, at the end of the season, said there was no playoff you know, mandate. There was no pressure or any of that stuff. He did not operate that way. But when you consider already the momentum and all of the anticipation of the Jets, A, knowing they need a veteran quarterback, the belief that if they get one, they'll be a, a, a you know obviously a, a better team. But having Aaron Rodgers out there as can you get this player is is there a sense of pressure though on this on not just Joe Douglas but then on Robert Sala this coming season that if they can't land the big fish and if they can't turn this franchise into a winner next year that there might be change again here. Sure. I think when you look ahead to next year, you know, by September, we'll have a list of guys that sort of enter the season on the hot seat, right? We do that every year. And I, I think you look at Sala as, as somebody who probably sneaks his way onto those lists. Like I, I can't, I'm not in the, I'm not in the mind of Woody Johnson. I don't know whether, you know, he, he would disagree with me. I, I'm sure he hopes that Robert Sala wins and wins big and has a long uh, uh, career there, but if he doesn't win next year, if they finish under 500, if they miss the playoffs, yeah, you're in a timetable now where, where you start to look at is the head coach and some trouble. So, yeah, that's a lot of ifs and a lot of twists and turns. They, there's a lot more reason for hope than, than concern if you're the Jets, right? If you're a Jets fan, you have the offensive and defensive rookies of the year. You had a, a top-level defense. You're going to get healthier, ideally, on the offensive line. Like You need a quarterback, and until you have a quarterback, everything else feels more difficult to deal with. But if you get the quarterback, then, you know, we're probably not having these conversations about Robert Sala. So, yeah, I, I do think there's a lot of – whether it's get Aaron Rodgers or not, there, there's a ton of pressure on the Jets to get this decision right this offseason. Well, speaking about quarterbacks, it's a, the other team in this town has a quarterback, but I don't know for how long. Um, I don't know what the price point is. When you look at Jalen Hurts, they're saying it's going to start at $45 million, believing. So – What's the you know what kind of contract do we think or value does Daniel Jones have in an inflated market? Um, do you you know what did your gut tell you as far as what the Giants will do? I think they they want him back, and I think they've made that clear. And if they can't get a deal done with him before the franchise window expires, they'll probably franchise him. Which means if they can't get a deal done with Saquon Barkley, they run the risk of losing him because mm-hmm. you can't franchise more than one guy. But the quarterback is the priority, as, as is often the case. And, you know, they're going to have to figure something out. Look, if they do nothing, right, if they do not do a contract and they franchise him this year and next year, that's $71.5 million over the next two years. If I'm Daniel Jones's agent, that's where the conversation begins, right? right. $71.5, $72 million guaranteed over the first uh, two years of the contract. Because if we, if we agree to nothing and we just franchise us, that's what we're going to get. So... Um, you're looking at what? What's that? 35, 35 million yeah. a year as a starting point. Mm-hmm. That's what these guys cost. And, and Daniel Jones is not like he's not going to be able to command what Jalen Hurts does or what Joe Burrow does or what Lamar Jackson does because he's never been to the Super Bowl. He's never been MVP. And in fact, he's coming off one really good, healthy year. It's very encouraging. So there's a price point where it makes sense. Uh, if he insists on going beyond that, I, I mean, I would bet the Giants would just franchise him and then kick it down the road a year. But I don't think they can figure something out. I mean, you know, it, it's it, Daniel's on the open market. He might do better. But the fact of the matter is there's a franchise tag. So he's not going to get to the open market. And, and that's a reality um, 
of the circumstance that they'll be able to use against you. Yeah, I guess the years and all the commitment and all the other stuff is really the last thing that, that is mm-hmm. left to be decided. Hey, Dan, let me let me ask you a question. You, you obviously are on GetUp almost daily, sometimes host, obviously, and, and, and usually as an analyst. And Bart is on once a week every Thursday. Uh, is his Chiefs aren't going to make the playoffs prediction forgivable <laughs> to you? Because of all the other gems well, that he has brought to the show, is that one that one mistake, that one misstep, is that forgivable to you? So, well, here's the thing, uh, Alan. He, he did it last year, and then they made the playoffs and they lost in the AFC Championship game, and they did it again this year and they won a Super Bowl. So, like, <laughs> fool me once, right? I mean, like that's the thing. Like, so I'm, I'm excited for, like, the random May show that we're doing where we do, like, you know, yeah, bold one, predictions. And bold predictions. Bart has the guts to try to trot that one out again. I'm, I'm one for one. Right? They, I, said one they wouldn't, I said they wouldn't win the Super Bowl, but, you know. Yeah. You said they wouldn't make the playoffs. You said they make two the years playoffs. in a row? I, not two years in a row. I didn't say that the year before. Yeah. I, only said, I only said that once. Yeah. And who knew that Russ couldn't cook at high altitude, fine. man? <laughs> I didn't know that water takes – it's harder to boil nah, water not, in Denver. <laughs> question was not does Bart ever get anything right the question was about the specific yeah that that is true that's what I addressed yeah I mean so it is forgivable Jesus forgives come on man I think it's forgivable (laughs) I know if you're a Chiefs fan you almost are begging Bart to to, you gotta gotta wander out to the NFL draft in April in Kansas City and, and see if they'll forgive you out there well I think I think they'll celebrate Bart that's what they'll do I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Travis Kelsey well, well, celebrating you. Well, well, they, well, they better be, make sure they can sign Orlando Brown Jr. Yeah, then I might be right. One thing's for sure. I'll say this, and I think I can speak on behalf of GetUp. Uh, we don't want Bart to change. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, that part you want. You don't want me conservative. Okay, no. Why don't you smash your helmet? Remember, and... Dan was Dan was there. He was hosting when I brought up the Viagra. Oh yeah. I... <laughs> I do remember that. And then everybody else said, yeah, Bart's right. That was a real take. Everybody, everybody was right. Else, we were all, like, very uncomfortable. That was one of the things I got right. <laughs> now, unfortunately, like, we, we don't need it. With the winter that we had this year, you don't need the blue pill. Nah, this has been that kind of winter. No yeah, doubt. the Smurf pills can work for their traditional use now. In February, it's not, it's not a discussion anymore. Yeah. You can use them for their traditional use now. Thank you for that. off the rails, guys. It's usually how it goes. I'm sure you're used to this. Dan, great to talk to you. Thanks so much. All the best. My pleasure. Dan Graziano. Sorry, my dude, man. You see how, like, you just get people going, like, to places they didn't think they'd ever go? (laughs) That's the beauty of you. Uh, 800-919-3776 is the number. We'll get back to your calls. But, all right, so let's go over it then. We'll do a little Bart's Bits right now. Things that Bart said on Get Up. And I'll give you a chance if you want to walk it back or explain it or anything else. Let's begin. A little Bart's Bits. We start with, um, let's see. Oh, about Derek Carr. He's now available. Mm-hmm. I'll let you chew. And <laughs> Derek Carr, is he the guy or just a guy? Uh, I think he's a guy, right? And, you know, he's a guy that can play the quarterback position professionally. But when you have guys on the other side, like, you know, Josh Allen, you know, Patrick Mahomes, can he win those type of games? Can he be the difference maker against those? My answer is no. I think he's a good professional quarterback. I don't think he can help you beat the super quarterbacks in this league. So he is just a guy, you say? Told no lies. Like, I mean, 
this is how you got to ask yourself. Would Minnesota replace Kirk Cousins for him? Mm. Nope. Yeah, probably not. Right. Would, 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 would Dallas replace Dak Prescott with him? Mm. Probably not. Just a guy. That that's all you need to know. Okay. Like, if it, it would would the Lions give up Jared Goff for him? Hmm. Probably not. So yeah, probably not elite if you can't even uproot Jared Goff. All right. So another take was the question that was asked of Bart: How about should the Jets pursue Carr? Is that how far we've come in New York, man? We 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 go for the safe bet. Are we swinging big, man? This is the team that brought over Brett Favor, correct? Like, come on, man. Like, listen, it's a, it's a Derek Carr equivalent out there. I mean, I understand Derek Carr may be the best of the others, but if I'm swinging, I'm swinging for the fences. And at the end of the day, if you can't get Aaron Rodgers, you still have other options. I, I still believe that Justin Fields could be an option, mm. right? I still believe that, you know, getting Jimmy G, even though he can't stay healthy, could be an option. And I don't think it's a big fall off if, you, if the worst person you get is Ryan Tannehill. So I'm gonna go for the apex uh, predator, the best you know that's available, and then I'll figure it out. You know, what my contingency plan is after that. Did you really do Brett favor on national television? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's old school. You you got if you don't know, you don't know. Why well, something Brett about favor. Mary? Yeah, right. But Brett favor though too, when he came over and he was introducing to the NFL. Yes. The announcer called him right. Brett favor. No, I know, but it's also Ben Stiller did the Brett Favre. Oh. On something about Mary. Anyways, but all right. So clearly, you're you're feeling like, why would you go for the yeah. safe bet? Yeah, I was on Keyshawn's show. I was saying, I was like, yeah. come on, Keyshawn. Like, you know, really, this is what you did. Well, remember, Key loves Derek Carr though. Yeah, he, but, he's yeah, always yeah, been yeah. on his side. But like I told him, like, come on, man. Like this equivalent to you going after the easy seven in the party instead of going for the ten. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like it's like the wood. You know what I'm saying? You 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 got you got you got Keyshawn number. Oh man, she worth five or six of the skeezers up in here. You win the mic, bet me, bite big Mike. He snuck skeezer into uh, Sports Talk Radio. That's a Hall of Fame moment right there. <laughs> uh, all right, more of Bart's bits from Get Up today about the Bears and would you tra- with the number one pick? Would you trade Justin Fields? I would nope. because simply because the timing for when those young you know you go get that talent that you need to put around Justin Fields. By the time he get there, who knows what kind of condition he's going to be in because they use him so much running. He's got beat up this year, right? But he needs to go to a team that's already ready, that has the pieces around. That's why I said he should be an option for the Jets. If I'm the Jets, I'm calling Chicago. Say, I'll give you 13. Can you imagine having one in 13 and being able to get it, reset the clock on a, on a young, talented quarterback and build around him for three to four years and try and change the narrative of who, what Chicago Bears are. So give up the 13th pick yeah. to get Justin Fields. You got him for three years before you actually have the Pam. You don't have to pick up his option, but the Jets are ready to win now. Chicago isn't. They don't have any really any good players. Well, well, wait, 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 wait. Is Fields ready to win now? I believe so. I mean, You're taking you, a quarterback that no. you passed on in the draft. Yep. Don't double down on the mistake, bro. You got that New York Knicks. So you, you got do opportunity this. to get Donathan Mitchell. Well, you're right you go get him. So you're telling me that like, this is a move you make on draft night if you've gotten all indications that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be an option right. for you, right? That, that's what you would do. Yes. And you would offer that to them, and then see if you know is is Bryce okay, Young like are you in are you that in on that number one pick? Okay. T- yeah. Tell me this. Wasn't wasn't um isn't isn't uh, Justin Fields wasn't he a more decorated passer than Jalen Hurts? In college? Yes. Yeah. 
He showed us something that he never showed us in college. They didn't know he had the, the wheels. Right. He rushed for 1,100 yards. He yeah. didn't even play every game. Right. So you mean tell me that you can't implement that same type of offense that Jalen Hurts had? You have a receiver that's closer to A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith right there already in Garrett Wilson. If you Who feel he like, has some history, right? right. And if you feel like you, right, they played in they played in college together, right. shake and bake. That's, A little bit. This is this is Joe Burrow and and, and and Jamar Chase all over again. You know what I mean? So then, so then you can go out and go trade for DeAndre Hopkins because what what he don't cost you is money. He costs you draft capital, but he don't cost you salary cap space. Mm-hmm. So now you can go say, hey, go get me DeAndre Hopkins. So now I got D Hop who be my AJ Brown, and then I put. Uh, I got Garrett Wilson out here. That's my Devontae Smith. Elijah Moore. And I got right. And I got and I got something that they don't got. I got a Brees Hall. Once he's healthy. Yes. So you're believing in and that. Be- and Becton, if Becton stays healthy, is he not the same as Milada? <laughs> is Vera Tucker is Vera Tucker not the same as what Philly has but on you the are, line? In that case, on this take, I just feel like we're going from the Jets are Aaron Rodgers away from being a Super Bowl contender. You're talking about one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. And now you're saying, oh, we're going to get a guy who's in his third year that, yeah. you know, hasn't get- won but showed you flashes, yeah. well, and that's going to make you a I'm contender? A, I'm going to go get Jalen Hurts. That's what I'm telling you. So if I get – all right, let's do it his, this way. His basement is Jalen Hurts. I'm going to – like, let's ask you. I'm going to ask you. Don't answer it here, and mm-hmm. we'll get the calls going here. All right, that's Bart Spitz. So 800-919-3776. Yeah, because yesterday I did this door number one, two, and three thing. Mm-hmm. So I went like this. Door number one is Aaron Rodgers, right? Door number two is Derek Carr. Door number three is Jimmy Garoppolo. Door number four opens when you open one. Here's why. Door number one opens, it's Aaron Rodgers. But he has to decide if he's coming. If he says no, four opens and you get Ryan Tannehill. So you have to be you have to be okay with that. But two and three, lock it in. You get Carr or you get Jimmy Garoppolo. But you're adding another door. Yeah. Is the Justin Fields door. And it's a cheap door. So is that door number two for you? Or is that door number five? I'd rather be door number two because guess what? That's a guy that we know can do one thing. He can do that RPO stuff that Jalen Hurts does. Interesting. All right. Tell me this. Is he not? I'm going to ask the people this. Skill set. Is his skill set not similar to Jalen Hurts? Is his bill not similar to Jalen Hurts? But he's coming out more decorated passer. Is he all the other things that Jalen Hurts brings to the table? Yes. This is a guy that stood up to the Big Ten and petitioned during COVID to play football. Then why would the Bears give up on him? Because he's not their pick, and by the time they can put the necessary pieces around him, he might be dead. All right. See how many times he got hit? How bad that offensive line is? You don't improve offensive line in one draft. It takes two or three. You see how long it took the Jets to get a decent offensive line? Okay. So – 800-919-3776. Jets fans, we got the doors. They're all laid out. Which one are you opening? I need to know, are you on Bart's side on this or not? Because I feel like, how do you go from Aaron Rodgers as like your best option to your second best option being somebody that hasn't won in the NFL yet? Cheap. Well, way different look to the team. I mean, you're talking about a, you're a talking contrast about- in situations. All right. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Let's get a little uh, Mel Kuyper. Mm. I mean, everybody's now chiming in about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Everybody, including Mel Kuyper. Who, like, how would this have any impact on Mel Kuyper? He's all about the draft, right, these days? But uh, here's Mel on Aaron Rodgers and where he thinks he fits best. I've said all along, I've said it for a couple. Aaron Rodgers, it looks like he belongs with the Jets. I mean, I, 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 yeah, if he isn't, it would be a surprise to me. So I'm thinking Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, somebody's going to come in there, a veteran, ready to go. That defense is phenomenal. Grace Hall's back. Tucker's back on the O-line. That's a... I wouldn't say a Super Bowl-ready team, but that's certainly a playoff-ready team if you get an Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, or a veteran quarterback in there. Mel Kuyper on NFL Live. How about Adam Schefter bringing up something that we discussed and kicked around as could, you know, could this be something the Jets do to get a deal done? Well, the real question will be whether or not they stay at 13 because if they find a way to trade for Aaron Rodgers, my sense is it would involve that 13th overall pick, which would head to Green Bay if... Aaron Rodgers wants to play this upcoming season, which is no certainty. And if he does want to play in New York, which we still don't know, but there are really two landing spots for Aaron Rodgers. If he decides to play when he comes out of the darkness, one would be with the Jets. The other would be with the Raiders. And if and when he does decide to play, my guess is it would probably involve a number one pick. But I think their first priority is figuring out which veteran quarterback they're going to be bringing in to essentially put in front of Zach Wilson while they put him in bubble wrap for some time to see if he can grow, improve, and recover from the year he went through. So that's it's now the waiting game, but there's not a lot of – I imagine, Bart, that Joe Douglas and company are, are really already working this, right? Like this isn't like, oh, well, Super Bowl, but let me go on vacation. You can't. Like, they've they've got to be – yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've already reached out. We know that part. But they've really got to be on top of this from the very beginning, and they've got to get answers as soon as they can. Yeah. And you hope that you have enough relationships around the league that you are in the know, that you're not on the outside looking in, that you're not caught by surprise on whatever you know, whatever ends up happening. Now, we still could get caught by surprise when Rodgers does emerge 
because he could just come out and have some epiphany. Say, say I want to stay. I want to walk away from the game. You know, like you just don't know until he comes out of the darkness, literally, and decides this is what I feel like doing. Yeah. I imagine the Packers are also in the same holding pattern. I think it's not up to tired. them, yeah, I right? Just, I just think they're tired. If they can find an out call to get away from Aaron Rodgers, I just think they're just tired of having to do it. They got tired of Brett Favre. Well, their out this. is June 1st. Yeah. Right? That's their out. I wonder if they could sign him to, to a different contract and add a year onto it and then trade that contract. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. way that way, that, that can push the, sec, the, the decision earlier, where they can move him earlier. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, like it's like a signing trade in basketball, like retrade re, re it where they can take a little bit less of a cap hit. That's a Mike Tannenbaum question, right? Yeah. Can you restructure so that they don't have to wait? Right. I don't know if you can. And again, it's up to Rod. Rodgers could say, I don't want to wait either. So let's just do this sooner, right? Like it has, but he won't waive anything. Like he'd have to waive that money that's coming his way. Yeah. That's the part I think uh, that he wouldn't want to do. So you'd have to involve, I think, the acquiring team in all this stuff. It's the only thing I could think of. Because why would you? You're not waiving that money. Yeah, well, you're not waiving it. What you do is you restructure it yes. so like it get paid on the back end of the year and a like say say like a a March first bonus for next year, and then Green Bay can take like a a front part of that signing bonus. So like the sixty million that's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Let's say they just give him ten million dollars, and then he gets away. But then the rest of it is on the back end. And so the Jets give them the other 36, the beginning of March 4th, 2024. Yeah. And then you add a year to the deal. So then the Jets can say, we got salary cap relief where he's not so heavy on our cap either. Because now that two years remain on his deal is now a three-year deal. But all the money that he would normally get is still, he's got, still going to get in the first two years. That's what you want to make sure. To, it allows us to prorate it. It's the most, impl- like to me, that's the most important part, right? Is him saying, him, him, him getting his money and then maybe getting more. Right. It's amazing, isn't it? I mean, they're, they're begging him to a point where we're going to give even more money. And the, and he's got to decide whether or not he wants it, which, you know, is is the way the business works. So we're all in a holding pattern until he emerges and decides. And the first thing he has to do is discuss it with the Packers. And you're, the sense you get is the Packers are ready to move on. I think, I think so. the sense everybody gets they're tired and is they they're kind of ready to move on. So it's not like whatever the Packers want to do. Because you know, I don't think he's ever going to say, I want out. Well, you heard I it. think he's going to say, well, they want to move on, so I'm going to let them. I'm going to grant their wishes. Yeah, I'm not going to hold them back. Instead of him being the guy that left, Pass he'll be the guy that's – Right, exactly. I do think it's going to play out that way. And then from there it'll be – Work out something with this team because I'd rather go here first. And if you can't, then we can go down the line. And you just wonder where the Jets will land on his list of priorities when it comes to new destinations. Yeah. I mean, the good thing is he played against the Jets, so he saw how talented that team was. True. And he lost to that t- that Jets team. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he, he saw the, the beauty of Bryce Hall, and now he knows the, 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 the talent of Garrett Wilson. Right. And he knows that you know they got you know they 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 I know they're over the cap, but they'll restructure. They'll let those guys go, and they'll they'll get plenty of salary cap space. How much do you think the Zach Wilson relationship factors in here? Zero. I think I, it's more. See, I, th- I think it's more about the Nathaniel Hackett relationship. Oh no, no. It's, what, what I mean is this: is I'm with you. I think that's a little overblown that he wouldn't come here because I oh I like that kid and I want. It's the best thing that can happen to that kid. It could be, but. I think it could be the opposite. 
he might look at it as like, I don't want to take away opportunity from him if I go there and they're going to want me to, like, I don't want to have to mentor somebody. Like, you know it's what I mean? It's not mentor. It's just being you. It's just mm-hmm. being you and letting him watch him work while he can learn the offense and allow him to ask you some questions. He's not a threat. He's not going to play. It's not a competition. Right. And we think the kid needs a gap year. They've already said that. No doubt. We're hoping he needs two gap years and then he can come <laughs> out his last year and play, you know, for his job like Daniel Jones did this year. Yeah. And prove to everybody, oh, he's ready. Yeah. I, and he's like, well, you know, we didn't waste the draft pick. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Like, it's, it's, unfortunately, we're stuck in it. Unfortunately, that's what we are. We are stuck in it right now and we got to live with it until it happens. But we're going to keep talking about it because it is the biggest story in the offseason in the NFL. Right? There's no bigger story in the NFL in the offseason than this one, right? Yeah. Can you think of another story? It's the biggest story last year. Like other than Lamar Jackson finally getting paid, whatever's going to happen with him, but they, they could franchise him. But honestly, the biggest <laughs> story of the offseason is Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and what he's going to do next. And the Jets are right front and center in it. And any yeah. expert you ask all believes that the best place for him to go is the Jets. Until four weeks from now, Tom Brave is like. I took my kids and I had tried to help them with my home. I tried to help them with their homework. It's a lot harder. Man, that crap was hard, bro. It's even harder when I got now they, it's my turn. It's my weekend yeah. with the kids and she's not around. Although got, did you see they, he did send Giselle got, like a little They got F's. He's a little bit of a cryptic love message there. Did you see that? I mean, she's right across the street. Like the urge for a booty call has gotta be tempting. Hmm. But he's like, Man, she crazy. Hell no. She moved next across the sure? street from me. You know how crazy you gotta be to move across the street? It'd be calling me. It'd be calling me, G. Yeah, but it's all fun and games until he try and sneak somebody through the back of his house because he know he know that she be watching through her ring uh, cameras from the other side. <laughs> she hacks into yeah, his yeah. ring cameras. Or she, I or still she, have the account. Or, 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 I can see. Or, or she puts backyard. Her, or she puts a ring camera on her mailbox, which faces his house, <laughs> and, and see like what girls coming in there. Like, oh, you just gonna cheat on me in front of my family? Like, we divorced. <laughs> Nobody told you to move across the street. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out. And then that little judo dude that's, that be teaching the kids. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He over there with no shirt on mm-hmm. and time going, I'm sick of this. Mm-hmm. You ain't stretching my woman now out. Right. He's going to do it in my face. <laughs> He's just sitting there like crying while eating avocado ice cream. <laughs> nah, dog. Nah, time going to gain weight now. Nah, he don't care. He don't he care. Let himself He's go. off it. Yeah, he can let himself go now. He's like, listen. You I, sure? I, I've held aging back long enough. Now I shall be a Why, it, Like The minute he gets off that diet, <laughs> watch how quick 40 he, pounds. Yeah, 40 <laughs> pounds. Never mind that. How quickly he ages. Yeah. Like he stops lifting, stops training, and the next thing you know, like he will get God, old. God, like, God, damn. God rest his soul. He look like, like Y.A. Tittle. God, God rest his soul, but remember what happened with Kobe and people body shame Kobe? Yeah, Kobe got heavy. And then they body shamed him real, real And then he quick. worked out to get himself back into shape. But, man, he got hit for a minute there. Remember, you had a Joe just sitting there courtside with a good Joe. You're like, damn, yeah. Kobe. But then they caught him with a shirt off yep. on the balcony. And, yeah. he, and he started working out again. Oh. Yeah, yeah, dad body. He, got, he yeah. wasn't a mama. He was an anaconda at the age of four. <laughs> but there's nothing we can do, man. You're going to find out. His body going to react differently. You when are going to find out. When it gets sugar and potato chips all over again. Nugenics. Ah. You see? See, but he got to get fat and then jump Frank on Frank Thomas, he's not lying. He's not lying. Frank Thomas. Listen, you hit fi- – he says 40. 40 is one thing. Yeah. You can fight through 40. Like, I did it a P90X. I did it all when I turned 40 to get right. And I got right, and I was fine. But I'll tell you what, 50 hits different. Yeah. Bart, I'm telling you, when you get 50 hits different. Unless you're Shannon Sharp. 
And then, well, then I mean, I'm sorry, I don't have a pharmacy in yeah. my kitchen. Yeah, yes, that it's I in could, the game. yeah, that I could, you know, just take every possible. Whatever supplement. happened to EAS? Did, did did Shannon bankrupt EAS? EAS, what EAS? I remember was a, it was, EAS. Yeah, yeah he's a, he was he was the spokesmodel. They for don't it. exist anymore. Nice. Nah, was, was it bought time, by another company? When was the last time you seen EAS? I I don't I, again. I don't. Shannon know. I mean, do they, you, look at me physically. Do you think I know anything <laughs> about EAS? Shannon took all their products and now they they, they bankrupt them. But that's the hardest part, man. That's the hardest part. Is you know you've got to take you got to be the old man with the pill box. Ten o'clock, I got to take eh, my pill. Eh, eh, eh. Right, your phone Time is constantly. Eh, right, your eh, phone's eh. constantly going pressure. off. Eh, eh. I got, for, ribbon flapping. <laughs> I got to take my pill. That's the worst part about once you get the other side of fifty. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We got calls to get to. Garrett Cole speaking today, Bart. Oh, the, the top of the Yankee order still has two very good pitchers, but that rotation suddenly is concerning. And it's once again, I need to know what is the approval rating right now of Brian Cashman going into this season? Mm. Season, the confidence level you have in Brian Cashman to get you to a championship. Where is it right now? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Because I see you JYDs come out to that. Don't. Right. Don't. Another one bites the dust. And another one. Even though he never, he can never get to uh, clear, the, clear the whole song, so he just took the No, they, they only a little bit. Just or you do like the kids' bop version where they Big just Daddy kinda, really. they fake it. And another one. You're from Garrett Cole. Carlos Rodon. Oh, yeah. Two o'clock hour. We got to get in some Yankee talk. I, I, the Yankee situation to me is immediately, right, you get the bad news out of the right out of the gate. Yeah, and man. it's a little bit of frustration. And once again, Brian Cashman, you know, you could just see it. He's getting skewered again for some decisions. And I'm just curious to see what the confidence level is in him with this team. As he keeps getting votes of confidence from ownership. I just... When is he going to go all in? Well, all in. Yeah, man. I think a lot of people want to see him go all out. No, what I'm saying is when he's going to go all in, all in, like push the chips into the middle. We well, need a championship. Getting Rodon was supposed to be part of that. They yeah. kept Aaron Judge. The problem is there was really nothing else done. They feel like being healthy will well, be Aaron, the big difference. Yeah, Aaron Hicks. We just need Aaron Hicks to stay healthy. Oh yeah, God. good luck. That's the one. I'm like, I'm pass. That's like asking Jacob DeGrom to be healthy. Yeah, pass. 
Uh, but we'll get into the Yankee stuff at the top of the hour. We'll get into the power hour. Mm. But first, let's get some calls. 800-919-3776. We go to the truck and talk with Alan. What's up, Al? Yo, what's going on, fellas? What's happening? Hey, now, yo, Barb, man, I want to thank you for that parlay, bro. That joint slap. Parlay, no parlay. You got, you got it? Yeah, hit. I mean, I, I took, I didn't put, um, I added Jalen Hurts to it, but yeah, everything slapped on it, and I took AJ Brown off. Mm. Did you, uh, slapped, did, did you bet? Did you bet five thousand dollars? How much nah, did you believe man, in me? Put, I only put ten, man. I made two hundred, but that's another. Only- it's all right. Still made money. Yeah, man. But, yeah, I want to get to this next talk, though, about Jalen Brunson. Yo, I really like Jalen Brunson. And I'm going to admit it, I was one of the guys that didn't want him. I didn't want him. Didn't want him? Okay. I didn't want him. Why? I didn't. I didn't. He's too small. I don't like small guards. Like, the last guard to really win. Like, I always said Chris Paul's not going to win a ring being the best player on your team. And Jalen Brunson being the best player on our team, we're not going to win a ring. He has to be the second or third. So, that's that's why I didn't want him. And then... Like, Steph Curry is a generational talent. Yes, he won, but the last player to win, being that small, is Isaiah Thomas, Bart's team. Like, yeah. Hey, so I was never really able hard to get over to win with a small no. guard. And that's why I always said Chris Paul ain't going to win being the, the best player on his team because, nah, it's not going to happen. All and right. even Devin Booker's a small guard. But, yeah, I like Jalen Brunson now, so I'm going to admit that I was wrong on that. Definitely wrong. It can happen, and I appreciate it. You know, again, we all, we all as I said yesterday, that's the kind of move that was made, and a lot of the fans just sort of gave it the, you know, man, you know, okay, you know, you don't because he came and, on and late in the playoffs, we, and well, we thought maybe he just had a good playoff. We didn't see a whole sample size of it, right? But then, as you've, you know, as we always do, we don't really know players because you don't watch them every you don't day. Know what they made out of them. Then either. when you watch them every day, and you start going like, yo, this guy's nice. Like he he can ball. Like you could see it that this is legit. Yeah. And it's not Fugazi, it's not bogus, it's not like pumped up numbers, but they don't lead to winning. You see a guy that is about winning. And also what I'm noticing is after games, he is a lot of respect around the league. So that's a he's a good pickup. He's made Randall better. And Bart, I said this yesterday. This team, this team right now, currently constructed, yeah. would beat the team from two years ago that made the playoffs. This is a better team than they were two years ago. More depth. It's just a better team, more yeah. talent, just a better team, and that's what you're supposed to be doing. You got to just, and that, you know, when you talk about front offices, you want to make your teams better year after year. And while they took a step back last year because one of the things that they did in the offseason was bring in Evan Fournier, and that clearly wasn't a fit. It was not a good move. It was a mistake. But as you talked about before, don't compound a mistake, right? So how do you not compound a mistake? You don't force a coach to have to play the guy because. It makes you look bad that you gave a contract to somebody who doesn't fit. Well, you got to play them. Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah. Can't, oh, I, I, I got to play them. They're making me play them. You know, you're forcing it because you don't want to be embarrassed. The smart thing to do is let your coach coach. So Evan Fournier making, you know, made a $70 million contract, and he's not playing, and the Knicks are winning. So that's a smart move by just admitting, all right, it didn't work. Yeah. Didn't work. We can't trade him. Nobody wants the contract right now. But it's we better than it. forcing it. You know, Kemba Walker was another huge mistake. Yeah. So you have a step back year, but rather than overreact and fire this and fire that, no, just reset, trust in your coach. And what have you had since then? You've had a nine games over 500 record since he changed his rotation and went with the guys that play the way he wants to play. That's all you've done. Nine games over 500. And now you're in a, pl- in a playoff spot once again. 
And you made a smart move with Brunson in the offseason and Josh Hart at the trade deadline. The only blemish is not pulling the trigger on the Donovan Mitchell trade. Yeah. That's it. That's the one. That's the one that people And that's a huge one, of course. And that's why it would be beautiful if they match up because they match up is going to be right in your face, your decision, or your lack thereof. Yeah. And yep. the reminder. If he, and if he has like those series that he we've seen him in Utah, mm-hmm. we're going for 40 and 50. Yeah, he and um, We're going to say Jalen Brunson's nice. And I know Jalen Brunson didn't, wasn't determining whether they get Donovan Mitchell, but you're looking at R.J. Barrett like, yo, that's what we decided that we couldn't give up. Puts a lot of pressure on Barrett in that series, doesn't it? Yeah. Puts a lot of pressure. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.